What is up, my trusted confidants? I have another bar story for you coming from last Saturday. Um, Really wasn't one of those days where I was like, yeah, I'm definitely going to go out tonight. Um, I definitely peer pressured one of my friends into going out. So, super sorry to you. You know who you are. Anyways, though, it ended up being a pretty good time. Probably too much of a good time, actually. First, I went to my first ever nightclub, like, post-COVID. That was an experience. Um, Never go to the bars if you're in a nightclub because, holy shit, um, that was difficult. I, it took it took the longest time. I also got, got up on stage. Um, had a moment. That was a moment. Fun, though. And then um, I ended up making a lot of new friends that night. Per usual, that's typical Isabel behavior. But then I stayed up until 7.30 in the morning. So that was a shit show. Just not acceptable. I also met a bachelorette party that night at the local gin mill down in Denver. So shout out to you guys. She followed me on my podcast on Spotify. So if you're listening to this, Michelle, I adore you and I hope you have an amazing wedding. But anyways, let's jump into it. I have a familiar family member and face um back on the pod uh you all know and love her as my dear sister Cece how are you feeling today I'm feeling okay I'm kind of recovering from food poisoning at the moment so I'm just powering through where'd where'd you get that food poisoning I honestly have no idea but both are canceled for the moment I think it's either from this sushi place that's pretty close to my apartment which I'll never be attending again sushi rama and um, HelloFresh, which is now canceled. Sushi Rama really got the drama. Yeah, or HelloFresh really ain't fresh. Not a vibe. My other friend got food poisoning too, so we're thinking it had to have been the spicy tuna rolls, but we're, we're not entirely positive. I'm not sure, but yeah. I'm recovering. It's okay. Yeah, and you're here today. You're here thriving and surviving, so... I want, the reason why I had you back on the pod was because I think people really enjoy the content that you bring. Therefore, we will be continuing a version of what we were talking about last time, which is varying on the topic of relationships and dating, but specifically red flags. Perfect. Amazing. So let's be honest, we all have red flags, whether we know it or not, we all got them, we all have downsides to our personalities, but I really thought it would be funny to talk about just signs where you feel the need to run and skirt skirt out of a situation. Have you ever, do you, what are your personal red flags, do you know? Like when I'm dating someone? No, like what are your own red flags? (laughs) Like what's something about you that would make someone be like skirt skirt? I think what sometimes bothers a lot of people is how loud I am. If you can't handle how loud I am, I mean, you might as well just leave because it's not going to change. Yeah, that's fair. I feel like I can be on my phone too much. I kind of can't. Another thing is, like, if you don't like me talking about my job. Why wouldn't someone like that? Some people don't really like when you talk about work too much, but my job is a big part of my life, so. You're going on some weird dates. No, I'm just saying that no, that might be a red flag for someone. Like, talk about something else besides work. I mean. Yeah, I get that. But I, I would definitely say it's easy to look past obvious 
bad signs or red flags in the early stages of relationship. Like, a lot of people experience that honeymoon stage. But those red flags will eventually, if they don't already, take a extremely serious toll on your well-being and your relationship and all that. Because those things get worse over time. So I thought it would be funny if we just started talking about red flags. I personally have a few red flags myself that I don't know if they're unique to myself in terms of like a red flag that I'd see in someone else. Um, so if you do relate to these, let me know. But one of them is I really could never date someone and this has nothing to do with that person as an individual. It's just I wouldn't want to be in a relationship with someone like that. I have plenty of friends who do this. But people who smoke weed every day or like regularly use drugs is a the huge like turn off slash red flag i agree i don't mind people that smoke weed in social situations because sometimes those things just happen for me it's also if you and you said drugs but also i don't even in social situations i don't like people that smoke cigarettes Oh. <laughs> I don't do cigarettes whatsoever. I think it's disgusting. Yeah. The smell rubs me the wrong way. I want to throw up. I mean, more than I want to right now. And, yeah, it's just not I it. I think every serious relationship I've ever had besides, like, in high school, they've had, like, a jewel or, like, dip or something. See, that happened after, like, I went to college. And then I guess, like, my generation of year in school didn't catch on to that so i'm kind of glad the jewel craze there was never a jewel craze with mo with anyone yeah. that i went to school with i don't think no i think that's fair i just and i know this is so stereotypical of me to say but one of the things in fact i think it's the biggest thing i look for in a person that i'm going to date is ambition they have to have they have to be ambitious they have to have goals yeah and i have found sometimes that guys who like smoke weed every day aren't the most motivated or ambitious i've never found one no but when i do he will be a rare breed yeah you get it i i just and we've had such a personal negative relationship in like our family with drugs and so like hard drugs i just could never fuck with someone who did something like that well i feel like when you personally experience the effects that it has on certain people whether it's family or friends you just don't want that even more in your own life with a relationship yeah you don't want it infiltrating another aspect of your life definitely not no and then I guess another personal one I have, and I think a lot of people have this, so maybe it's not as personal as I'm thinking, but if they're too touchy or PDA heavy or clingy, like abnormal love bombing immediate off the bat. So if one of their um, things is physical touch, that's not. God, love no. language. If their love language is physical touch, that is not for Isabel. <laughs> Absolutely not for okay. me. Okay. No, and I've been on plenty of dates where that does happen. Like, the it's, again, love bombing right off the bat. I absolutely can't stand it. It's the cringiest behavior in my book to me. I- I'm not like that. I've never been like that, nor will I ever be like that. Yeah. I don't think unless something, like, crazy were to uh, happen. I don't know, a massive brain injury that would make me change my ways. But, yeah, no. If someone... Ugh. Any, even hugs, like, you know me. I, dates to me are almost like getting to know someone, and so if I don't know you, you're not going to touch me. <laughs> totally not. Yeah. No, doesn't make sense. 
And then, of course, throwing around the word I love you too early in a relationship really bothers me. Yeah. I mean, it also depends on how old you are. I don't know how low your podcast is going right now with age. But I feel like when you're in high school, it's like whatever, kind of. Like, you haven't really experienced love. It's just kind of like based on where you are at in the moment. But when you're an adult... Yes, of course. Like, if I'm dating someone for, I say, less than six months, if that, please don't say that to me. I just, like, yeah. You, I feel like I need, it needs to be at least a year. Oh, there needs to be, like, trust, foundation, um, or maybe, like, nearing a year, you know? I, I definitely love someone as a person pretty quickly. I wouldn't say quickly. Maybe, like, uh... I don't know, like, four to six months in, I've definitely experienced that. However, like, I love you in all of its meaning. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. It takes a really long time. I but I like definitely hate when, pe- when people are like, oh, my God, like, I love you, because I don't think that's funny. I think you can have love for a person, of course, but in order to say the words, like, I love you. you. And sometimes, though, you really never know. It really depends on the person, your feelings towards them. Sometimes it just comes out randomly. Like, in my last relationship, we were so sad, but we were texting, and I said something really funny, and he's like, oh, my God, LOL, you're amazing. I love you. And then I was like, what? (sighs) And, yeah, I, I felt really weird about it, but I didn't say it back to him for almost, like, a few months after that. I don't even think you should feel embarrassed if, um, in my, like, high school into college relationship, the first time the word I love you was said was by me on a drunken evening, and I totally blamed it on the alcohol, and I was like, oh my gosh, I don't even remember saying that, lolol, um, yeah, I definitely did, and I was so embarrassed, and I remember he didn't say it back, and I was so hurt by it, but then he told me later on he was like I did feel that way but I had never said that to anyone and I didn't want to just throw it around yeah and you also don't know how the other well how the guy is feeling about that or like what past traumas he has with things like that Mm because if a guy or even girl has been cheated on mm, yeah like they are gonna be so weird about saying that to somebody else again and that's something you need to be aware of especially if you're more serious no it's so true and then it was so different because in my last relationship he said it I think like a month after knowing me, and granted, we had been through a kind of traumatic event together. However, I remember saying that to him. I said, don't ever say that to me again if you don't mean it, because I don't feel like you mean it, and I just, I don't want any part of that. Yeah, I think, I think when you're starting to have those feelings, and you maybe want to bring it up, you could say, I think I have some love for you. Yeah. That's a little different. That I think that's a better way to say it than saying I love you means you have every ounce of your body in, like, you're in love with that person. Well, I Whereas, like, you say, <laughs> whereas, like, you say, I'm, I think I have some, I'm starting to have some love for you. I think that's a little bit, like, you're easing into it. Yeah, I think that's fair. It's definitely when it's just thrown around, especially, like, right off the bat, gives me cringe vibes and makes me actually mad. I get really mad if that's the case. Okay, another red flag for me is if they own an Android. 
To me, that just means you're not with the times. If I receive a green text message, I'm just like, no. I literally want to throw myself off a cliff. I'm like, unless you're unless you're not getting Wi-Fi and you're really on your iPhone, I really have no reason to talk to you. Right? <laughs> and then it's not even texting. It infiltrates into the Snapchat because the picture quality on Snapchat is quite literally atrocious. So, yeah, if you have an Android, you're probably not for me. And if you want to be for me, you got to upgrade to an iPhone. I apologize for the inconvenience. However, you have already majorly inconvenienced me. Totally. And that's actually also one of my red flags. Is but a lot of mine are but a lot of mine are a little different than yours. Yeah. Unless you're my grandfather, you're not allowed to have an Android. I don't care. <laughs> also, this is something thank God I really I really thank God that I was in a relationship for most of college because I never dealt with going into like a frat boy's bathroom or some weird guy's bathroom where they would solely only use like two in one head and shoulders. She never had to shack folks. I never did. Yeah. Shacking is a, it's a time for sure. I, when I see that in the shower, I immediately feel the instinct to run away and call the police. If your mom didn't teach you how to use actual quality conditioner and shampoo, you were not raised correctly. I just think it's a sign of laziness and yes. you only thought to buy one thing and you thought that was the thing to use. And also if I see a three in one, I will jump out the window. If you're washing your hair with the same substance that you're washing your body, you need to be sent to prison for a life sentence. That's like putting a bar of soap on your face to wash your face. And also if that is actually what you're doing, then no. That's so disgusting. You were raised by a pack of wolves and we need to talk. Yeah, it's it's not okay. Then another one I have is if you are sleeping over at a dude's house and it could be someone you're really interested in, if they don't have any pillowcases that quite literally means they may be a sociopath or if they only have one pillow normal people have more than one pillow i feel like i mean not to hate on people speaking of that can i tell you the one thing i experienced that's similar to that what is it i the one guy that i hooked up with when i was in ireland very attractive man tall muscular dark hair great features However, we go to his place, go to his room, bare mattress on the floor with just a comforter and two bare pillows. I would run away and go to the hospital. Even being in that room, let alone even on the mattress, I would be like, I need to go get washed down. In fact, I'm going to throw myself in a washing machine. And that should have been hint number one. And then hint number two was... When he was telling me about all the EDM festivals he goes to, and he said that he needs to fall asleep to EDM to go to sleep peacefully. Yeah, so I think you chose the wrong lad while you were in (laughs) Europe. But this one I know is a pretty common one, and it's that if a guy only texts you at night, they're probably not the one for you because that's they just booty call you. Well, you just know what the deal is when they do that. And then you just need to decide, like, is that what you want? If it's not, then stop replying. And I've always been told and I've always experienced that if a guy or a girl, for that matter, mostly guys, I guess this is what it applies to, is if they like you and if they want to be with you, 
they will do what they can to be with you. And to me, that's more than just texting you at night. Well, if they wanted to, they would. Exactly. So that's really all on that red flag, I have to say. That's, that one's pretty basic. But then if they constantly ask you, and this can be in a relationship, a situationship, or just talking to someone, if they are consistently asking you for nudes, and Ew. yeah because i didn't know that that was if still they even a ask thing. you once no exactly no i didn't know that that was still a thing well it, let's not shame relationships though where people have done <gasps> no that. that's a relationship yeah. if you're talking to someone and they ask no yeah i no. mean i that's not my vibe in fact it's never been my vibe even in a relationship no. and that's like that's not even what if the girl wants to or not it doesn't matter that is it's like sending an unsolicited dick pic. No one asked for that. No one wanted that. Like, well, that's the thing. I didn't even know that people really sent nudes until very recently within the last year that that was still a common occurrence. I mean, there were... I've known girls that do send them when they just want to hook up with the guy. But if you're talking to someone and they're like, hey, like, do you mind sending this? Like, I'd love to see what you look... No. Run away. Don't do that. Just run. And also, here's the thing, though. If that is what you want to do... You do you, boo-boo, but do not put your face in anything. God, ever. no. You have do to. not ever do that. You're One just... would only pray that we are all as intelligent as that because people who do put their face in those, we all know that what stays on the internet stays on the internet. Well, you never know if a young girl is listening to this. and But, yeah, I've there's been plenty of people that we went to, like, middle school and high school with who sent stuff and have their face in it, and, yeah. Just don't do it. Just don't do that. And also, when they guilt trip you for not sending them. If they guilt trip you at all, just stop yeah. talking to them. Don't even feel bad. Just be like, no. Block, report. They're probably a pedophile or something yeah, it's of disgusting. that nature. Yeah. yeah. Run away. And report them on whatever dating app if they're even asking you on a dating app. I don't, I've never been asked that on a dating app. I have three times and I reported all three of them. Yeah, that's foul behavior. Um, this is kind of a funny one to me, but if they re- if they're angry and they react by punching things, so walls or That trees, just means they have anger issues, run away. That probably means that they were emotionally stunted through playing video games and the only way they could react was by behaving, by throwing their controller at the TV or at a wall or yelling at the TV. So to me, if you do, you're just emotionally stunted and probably immature and don't know how to communicate your feelings. Yeah. No. No. So I've actually seen a guy recently punch a tree and I, the whole time I was thinking to myself, wow, I, it just couldn't be me. It couldn't be me or anyone I'm with. There's no. And way. plus it's kind of scary because you think to yourself like, what if that was a person but that they're the doing they that to right now? They won't ever take it out on a person, but they'll take it out on a physical object. No, but then you think about it, and that's what bothers me. But is see, it that's like, the thing. Those people are avoidant of the actual issue, meaning they won't punch the thing yeah, that they're Yeah, and that also means they're probably avoiding other things, not just yeah. physical stuff. They gotta go to therapy. Therapy. Speaking of that... I have experienced this quite a bit. If they think that anxiety or depression are just things that you'll get over one day. That, I think a lot of that though, I, 
my thing with that is I feel like a lot of that has to do with how someone is raised. Their parents have grown up telling them that those things aren't real. Well, it's not just your parents. And it's societal standards. Like oh, that men, too. Men are always told that if you express your feelings or that if you cry, you're less of a man. Yeah, and it's, sometimes I think things like that are worth a discussion sometimes because... They, they're worthy of a discussion, but it definitely is a red flag because that just goes to show that, I don't know, coming from a psychology major, I've been told, like, why is therapy even a thing? Like, when people don't believe in therapy or when people don't believe in anxiety or depression are actual issues worthy of combating stigma and things like that, then they're the ones contributing to the problem. And I think, again, coming from a psychology standpoint, that's very bothersome to me if a guy is like, yeah, I don't believe in anything that you're passionate about, and I also don't believe in your occupation or anything that you're going to do. Yeah, see, that's a little different for you. Yeah. So, hate that. And I just think it's funny when people, even just people in general, this isn't even a guy solely issue. It's just that if you say to someone, oh, just get over it, or oh, just change your mindset, you're really devaluing and invalidating the way that they feel by telling them that they should just move on from it because obviously like no one wants to sit there and sulk and be in a bad mood but being told to get over it like that's not going to do shit anyways but that's just me and then of course if their mom does everything for them (laughs) or their parents yes i mean yeah i will never date a mama's boy ever ever well because They think that they are going to look for their mom in other relation in their relationships and like date their mom. And I think that's one. No, that's creepy. You should date what you like. And if you're just looking for your mom, then you might as well just stop looking because you're never going to find a relationship. That's and that's just tragic. See, I don't know. A lot of girls find themselves in those positions because they're so desperate for the guy. Oh, if you're desperate, you'll find yourself in any position. But I mean, yeah, I know. I have found that that there is an unhealthy obsession with moms and boys that they have, Um, especially if they only have boys, because there's always this sense that you're always going to be the one for them, like, you're my only boy, or no one else is going to love you like your mom does, I don't know, it's very, it's a whole strange obsession that I think I take real issue with. I agree. And I think if their mom or their parents does everything for them, it just like it's a sense of laziness. And sometimes they they think that everything else in life comes as easily to other people as it does to them. For instance, like if someone say you're with someone and you're having like a money issue and maybe a payment went through and this is based on a real life situation and a payment went through that you weren't expecting and you were like, well, damn, I don't get paid until like next week. How am I going to like have this go through my bank account and they're like well it's not a big deal it's just money oh i'm sorry my parents don't pay for everything well see to me if your mom or really any of your parents still have control over your financial accounts or anything like that past the age of i would say 20 not even 21 i think 20 is good yeah i definitely set my own financial independence when i was 16 and started working and my parents didn't have access to my bank account and my ex's mom literally would check his bank account and send him messages like oh wow you've been 
going to Domino's a lot lately or what have you what were you doing in Denver when you live mm-hmm. in blah 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 I'm not gonna say the location but yeah this is another one for me that I have noticed a lot of people complain about on TikTok and I didn't really know how to relate to that until I was actually in it but if they're obsessed with video games hmm why I think that it, it can be a good outlet but if you're on it all night when you like get home from work or if you you're on it all weekend I'm personally not always a homebody I don't want to look at and stare at your computer screen if we're hanging out and I also think that it can develop into really unhealthy behavior again like earlier um you can unleash that anger in negative ways that builds when you're playing you know like call of duty warfare you lose a goal when fifa i don't really know a lot about video games all i know though is that i don't really want to date someone who plays them a lot i just i've never found that that works for me yeah well someone who's on them 25 8 like if you're supposed see here's the thing when you're supposed to be spending time with someone and you have plans and they're like oh no let's just stay in tonight and then they start playing video games i would be pissed yeah because my love language is quality time and if you're not spending time with me it's not quality therefore especially if something's set in stone and and then they change up the plans on you just so they can do what they want to do well regardless of that just in general i think that when they play video games they're as much as some people do, it's just not cute. Not cute. Yeah. Um, I also, this is a super weird one, but I think that a red flag for me is guys who take selfies with duck faces or something weird, like use weird filters. <laughs> I've met a lot of guys through dating apps that especially men in the military. I don't know what it is with y'all, but y'all be sending me photos doing, like, the pouty duck face, and to me that that just doesn't sit well with me. I think it's very strange. Some of y'all put on some filters, which, you know, is fine. I love a good filter myself. However, when you're sending me, like, weird filters or it just doesn't look like you, I'm not going to be interested. That's never happened to me, I don't think, or it hasn't in a long time. Yeah, I think that one's pretty unique to me, especially because I was literally, I was living near a army base so that I got a lot of that, and it, it was something I just never got used to, nor did I want to. Um, another one is if they rarely do their laundry, particularly if they never wash their bed sheets or, like, shower towels, things that definitely need a regular cleaning. Ew. Especially if you're dating, I feel like you really need to wash your red sheets. I think those things can also, I agree that's a red flag, like, if they want to stay like that. But sometimes if you're, like, say they, like, see you, like, washing your towels or your sheets every week and they're like, wait, why do you do that? I'm like, you don't do that? See, that's the thing. We should normalize being clean and hygienic. Oh, totally. And And then I could say, you know that you're supposed to do this, right? And then they start doing it. That that would be okay but if they if they're so stuck in their ways that they like claim that being dirty is a personality trait no yeah I definitely agree I just I definitely get turned off when I 
see that they don't regularly do their laundry that makes me feel very uncomfortable and then I think to myself you're really not clean yeah and that's disgusting to me um another one would be if they take too many like shirtless photos or photos at the gym if I see any shirtless photos on the guy's profile I swipe left yeah I'll immediately unmatch I've been ever since I broke up with my boyfriend I haven't been going through and liking people I just get matches and if I like them I'll match with them but I haven't like actively gone through so it's very interesting because I guess I seemingly attract a lot of those types of people and it's disgusting yeah um yeah it's a no for me if I I see any type of shirtless on your profile yeah and to me that just shouts insecurity it doesn't shout confidence if they're doing that and if you are then you're just overly confident and great for you but I would never date you so maybe stay away from me um so I another one I would say is if they willingly eat at weird places like blackjack pizza or long john silvers i feel like you can tell a lot about a person by the places where they eat if someone eats at long john silvers they're doing god's work because no one eats there i am convinced that that is like a place where the government spies on people i don't know it's like no one goes there right there's so many of them how is it still in business i don't know i've never seen a line at long john silvers it doesn't make sense no i've seen three in three different college towns that I've been to and none of them ever had customers ever. No. So yeah, you can definitely tell a lot about a person by the places where they choose to eat. And some places are just downright disgusting. Yeah. AKA blackjack pizza. Unless you're a fifth grader and that is what you get for lunch every day, blackjack pizza. No. Yeah, I don't even know if they do that anymore. If they do, I feel bad for them kids. Um, another one, this is super important that I feel like no one talks about, but it definitely needs to be talked about more, and that's anyone who blindly follows their parents' or family's political beliefs without looking into it themselves. Yeah. If you can't think on your own and just allow people to think for you, if it's easier, I mean, I know a lot of people aren't interested in politics or don't care about voting, and that's totally fine, that's up to you, but if you're one of those people who's just going along with a political party because your parents are affiliated with that political party it tells me that you probably don't think for yourself yeah and i feel like a lot of people are like well i didn't really gain my own political views until i got like a college education and for me like of course like education is behind a lot of one's political views or your own experiences or whatnot or what you've seen other people experience and maybe things like that But you can also educate yourself in many different ways. You don't have to go to college to claim your own political views or learn about what you want in society. That's an excuse when you're anything below the voting age to me. If you are 26 and you're just affiliated with a political party because your parents are affiliated with that political party, that tells me, wow, you could be very well educated, but you're still so stupid. Yeah. I think it's just laziness and a lot of it has to do with idolizing people, especially ones like your parents or maybe other family members and thinking this is how it's always been in my family. Like I'm not going to change just because of these points that you've brought up that may be actually backed by facts, but that's besides the point. Yeah, that, that, that one is a big one for me. 
Another one is if they cheated on the person they were with before you. Yes. And I feel, and also if they try to hide any instance of anything that they've done in past relationships. Well, I think some things don't have to be said if they're not When it comes to cheating. I'm talking about that. Yeah. Like if you've cheated and you lied to me about the fact that you did cheat, I think, yes, the fact that you cheated, it's a horrible thing. I don't. I think once a cheater, always a cheater, in my opinion. Yeah. But also, if you're willing to come forward and be honest about the situation, I can respect that a little more. Yeah, because there's definitely a lot of context to situations, and I completely understand that. Um, I've been on both ends. I have cheated, and I've been cheated on. Both of them didn't feel great, but both of them were also context and situationally dependent. And I'm very upfront about it. And I'm very also upfront about how I would never want anyone to feel the way that I did when I was cheated on. So that being said, I, yeah, being upfront is super important when it comes to really big issues like that, especially when you're trying to develop trust with someone. This one's a good one. If they can't apologize to save their damn life. Oh, if you can never admit when you're wrong, then this is just wrong for the both of us exactly you have to be able to take responsibility and accountability in every aspect in your life and if you can't do that with the people that you supposedly care about or love then you're never gonna be in a healthy communicative stable relationship yeah like i'm a type of person that always likes to hear when i'm right but i will also admit when i'm wrong yeah and i think that makes you all the more respectable and a better individual if you're able to do that but some people really lack the ability to do that oh definitely and that's embarrassing for you if you're one of those people um and (laughs) this one's hilarious i admittedly saw this on tiktok but it's only if they listen to one genre of music yeah Uh, to me i don't think that makes you a bad person but it says to me that you probably don't have the best taste it just feel like you don't like variety. You don't like adding a little bit of spice to your, like, to what you listen to or yeah. what you like to do. It's just, And I don't if we're know. ever listening to music together, I'm going to get bored real quick, real fast. I have a wide variety of music taste, and I could never see myself d- dating someone who only listens to EDM music. Yes, and even though most of Isabel's music stays behind 2010, she does like to listen to a variety of music. That's true. <laughs> I'm very well versed in the 2000s music of my age. Um, 1985 by Bowling for Soup is probably my favorite. I will belt that out at every chance. But yeah, if you only listen to rap or only listen to EDM, it's, uh, it, you, we just won't vibe. It's okay. Okay. Another one is if they can't handle their alcohol or if they're cringy when they're drinking. Mm, Yeah, I agree. And I don't think that's entirely fair to say because we can all have cringy moments when we're drinking. But if you're someone who drinks like a fish and literally gets blackout drunk every weekend, we will never be able to work out. Oh, if you're blackout drunk every weekend, then you got bigger issues than... Yeah, or, you know, if you're showing any of the signs of alcoholism or alcohol dependency, I'm going to be like, all right, I'm going to refer you to this therapist and to this rehab facility, but I'm not going to refer you to be my boyfriend. Yeah. Not going to work. Or if some, what do you mean by, like, cringy when someone's drunk, it 
I feel like I think about when someone's drinking, they have a tendency to do something. Whether it's, I don't know, maybe they do things at your expense. That would piss me off a lot. If they regularly embarrass me or antagonize me when they're like that or start fights with me yeah. when they're mm-mm, no nope. a trigger Ugh, yeah that's the worst i've been in multiple relationships like that um and again we've all been on the other side where we've had our bad nights of drinking or oh totally yeah, but, but it's when someone does something almost every time regularly yeah um and <laughs> if they don't tip that's oh, super no. important. Luckily, I don't think I've ever experienced someone not tipping. Colorado's a generally a good place, nice people. We don't typically come across that problem. Um, you know, and of course there's situations where it's like, yeah, my waitress didn't deserve a tip or, you know, whatever. But I still tip even if I have a bad experience. Well, if I ever go out with someone and they're like, well, they're already working. Why do they need tips? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Did you realize they earn like five bucks an hour plus tips? Okay. but the, And that's how they get their wages? But the only place where I never tip and I would never expect anyone to tip is that self-serve frozen yogurt places. Like... You should not have to tip for serving yourself, like, doing all of the work. You oh, that's true. I was thinking, like, don't you tip at Cold Stone, but they, like, do the, all the ice cream for you. Exactly. So that's totally different. No, I'm talking about when you yeah. get your own cup, you put it under the machine. But they give you all the toppings. Okay, they didn't put it on. Like, they, they, they didn't serve me at any point up until the cash register. So I, I don't guess. tip. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking, well, of course no one tips at fast food places. Like, no. you don't really tip when you go to McDonald's And or they anything. don't expect that. They no. They don't ask for that. Well, because they f- they earn what they earn per exactly. hour. It's not that plus because tips. Because that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense at frozen yogurt places. So. <laughs> Sorry if you work at any of those. I probably have never tipped you and I'm never going to. So get over it. Um, <laughs> this one's super weird, but it's really funny. If you own a ferret. Ew. <laughs> If you own any type of rodent. I don't know. Specifically ferrets. They're so high energy and weird and uncomfortable. And I, every person I've met that has a ferret openly brags about it and brings it out every chance if they If I ever get. go to a guy's place and he has a ferret, that it, no. It no. Just, it Call just, the Uber. The vibe immediately becomes off. I'm sorry. Oh my god. I cannot imagine. Or if he like hid the ferret and I like what if I, like, woke up to it or it was, like, somewhere around, like, his place and I finally, I, I would yeah. literally, no. If that shit roams free in your house, I'm calling extermination. I'm sorry. And <laughs> this one was particularly relevant in my last relationship, but if they're too picky of eaters, like, I'm a picky eater myself, but not to the extent that some people literally will only eat chicken fingers and fries at restaurants. I... I agree. I mean, Isabel, yeah, she used to be very picky. Her food taste has developed. We're very happy about that. She used to be a pasta cheese only kind of girl. Now we've developed. However, my thing is, is like, if you don't like my main foods, we can't date because that's what I'll want all the time. Well, the thing is, again, we, I mean like the Oh, the pickiest of the picky. Yeah. Yeah. Because that 
I already have a lot of trouble deciding where to eat and that makes it all the more difficult because they're never, even when I do rarely suggest options, they're never going to agree to it because it's not anything they would ever eat. And I'm the type of person where I like to go out to restaurants. I like to try what the other person has and if what you have every single time is chicken fingers and fries, no. Oh, fuck that. If you touch my food, I'm not having it. Unless I'm like done, then you can have it. Yeah, Isabel doesn't share. No, do not touch my food. Um... And we talked about this last one, too, but if they're already planning your life together after the first date, and they don't even know you yet. Well, they're just too clingy. No, it's not even that. They just like the idea of you. They don't even know you. Yeah, no. They don't know the bare bones. They They don't know anything. So if you're one of those people who immediately, after a date starts adding songs that you want played at your wedding to your spotify playlist or adding pins to your pinterest wedding board or looking up what to say for your vows i definitely think that you should consider rethinking your whole way of going about dating because that is one scary two overwhelming and three downright strange or it means also i agree with that and then also Sometimes they think that just because they jumped into things like that with their last relationship, they can carry it over into talking about it with someone that they just met. No. No. Just because you talked about dating and kids with your last girlfriend doesn't mean you can talk about it with the girl that you went on two dates with. I have another very, very personal one to my own dating life, and that's if your favorite favorite all-time Marvel character is Captain Marvel... I'm never speaking to you. I thought you were going to say Captain America and I was about to be very hurt. No, Captain Marvel. Like, that is just the, of all Avengers, like, that's the one you pick. And she's not even an OG. I could never. I feel like she's just a little irrelevant. And I've only started Marvel Universe. Major disrespect, if that's what you think. And same with Star Wars. If your favorite Star Wars character is Jar Jar Banks, I immediately hate you. And I immediately want to send you to your grave. I'm sorry. That's just how I feel. Also, some red flags for me when I'm dating slash talking to someone or even just come across their profile, first and foremost is if they're too religious. I can't do that. I can see why that would work for some people. That That's a very personal one because religion has to be important to you in your own life to date someone who's equally as that religious. So it's, a, it's very person-dependent. Definitely. I also do not like when I come across a profile and every picture or every prompt has something to do with you being in the gym. I can respect an active man. We like an active guy. But if all you do is go to the gym or say in your prompt, like, I need, I'm looking for a good workout buddy. No. Yeah, so if gym is your personality trait. If being, going to the gym is the number one thing about you, no. And again, that, I would say that's person dependent too because a lot of people like going to the gym with their partner every day all day so that's very much not what we would look for personally just because we're not personally gym rats yeah and then another thing is if say I'm talking to a guy and then we're talking about going out or something and he doesn't text me within 24 hours if we're talking about going on a date later that's a red flag to me, too. Like, you you had something... I get when someone's busy, but unless you're dying or someone you know is dead or you just went through a traumatic experience, 
I don't understand why you couldn't just send me at least one text throughout the day. Yeah, being a bad texter is not a valid excuse. Definitely not. No. And also, there is not one... I know, everyone knows this, there is, um, I think, t- more than 10 times a day when someone is on their phone. But at least one of those points in the day when you're not on your phone, you couldn't text the girl that you're talking to back. You obviously really don't give a shit about talking to that person. Yeah, like, I'm a bad texter, but I'll always respond. Yeah. I'll never leave someone on red. I'll always respond. Unless I'm ghosting you. Yeah, ghosting's totally different. And I think those are, like, my three big ones, I think. Yeah, I we definitely have a lot of them, but they're very important. Some of them are very strange and unique to us. But they're, you know, everyone's different in what they're looking for in love, so... But I thought it would be interesting to talk about red flags in women because I don't think a lot of people talk about them. And again, these are unique ones just that I've noticed in general because I'm a woman, so I'm sure that I would fall under a lot of them anyways. But one of them is if they can't hang out with other women because they say that women are too much drama. I think any girl who only has guy friends is weird. Yeah, and... I have, I would say, an equal number of guy friends and girlfriends, but I would never say, like, oh, girls are so dramatic because then I'm immediately putting myself in that category, too. I think it's the weirdest. Yeah, or saying, like, I think it's, like, reminding me of those girls in high school who are like, why hang out with girls when you can only hang out with guys and just avoid all the drama? It's like, hmm. Yeah, if, you, if you're one of those people, you just immediately come off as sketchy. And I actually had a really good friend who I didn't like at first because she was one of, like, she called herself a bruh girl. And so she didn't really have a lot of females surrounding her. But we lived in the same dorm, so we ended up being really close friends, best friends. And I, I asked her, I was like, why did you never have girlfriends? She was like, well, I just play a lot of sports and guys are the ones who want to go outside and they want to play tennis or uh, run or work out. And that's when, and that's, I, that I respected her more for that rather than just being like, oh, girls are so dramatic and I just can't be around girls. Yeah. It depends on your response. Yeah. So hate that. Also, if you're really into horses, <laughs> I'm sorry. If you're a horse girl, that probably oh hits home for a lot of people, but I'm sorry. If you're a major equestrian and all you talk about is horses and you were one of those people who even pretended to be a horse in like middle school or high school, you just kind of scare me and I'm sure you probably scare a lot of people off the market. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I agree. It's just so strange so so strange and i had so many of those friends growing up i had like three plus friends who all rode horses like all the time and riding again it's kind of like the gym comment if your personality trait is horses you're probably not no no i'm sorry another one that i don't think that people talk about a lot is some females and I hate the word females, I'm sorry for using that, but some girls have what I call toxic positivity. What do you mean? They react to every situation in a strangely positive manner. Like they oh, don't I let, don't like that. They don't let any emotion other than positivity go through them. I think that make, that personally makes me extremely uncomfortable. People who can't exhibit any other emotion besides happiness bother me. 
Or when you're telling them about a problem or a situation and all they can say is, oh, don't worry, you'll get better. It's not all sunshine and rainbows or weird Or idioms. if they're smiling the whole time. Yeah. That is weird. <laughs> the girl's just like, don't worry about it. It'll come through. It'll work out. Was, don't fret. I was at a grad party, <laughs> I don't know, it was a, a week ago, I think. And one of the girls there who was with someone that I knew dating, she quite literally smiled the entire time. Ew. No, and did not even take a break. Like, don't get me wrong. I smile a lot. Like, probably weirdly. She smile, does. Yeah. But it was, noth- it was nothing like that. And it was, like, wide mouth Was it forcefully? It looked like it. it. Ew. And the worst part about it was that her boyfriend had gotten into a fight at this party <laughs> she's smiling and the entire time she was she the smile never left her face <laughs> i said girl and that was me it's okay to look upset and I'm, in my head i'm just like i i don't know if it's a coping mechanism or what but i just think it's creepy yeah it it was extremely uncomfortable but also really hilarious and i only wish that i had a photo or something from that night but I don't. I can only remember it in the depths of my brain. No, there hilarious. was a group of girls in my sorority that were like that, and I steered clear. I also think if she may have a certain tattoo, specifically infinity symbols, <laughs> just because that means that you were really... But it depends on the era. I know, but I, I see a girl with an infinity symbol, and I think to myself... Does she have a story, or did she want to just have a story, if that makes sense? Like, people who at least I knew that had an infinity symbol tattoo, and again, this is only based on my personal experience, were people who swore that they had really difficult lives, but in but they actually lived a very privileged, like, spoiled life, at least from the outside and at least from what I could see. And yeah. it was like, and then you can getting... get through anything, but really what had they gotten through? Like, not making the volleyball team? I'm confused. Well, and then I think getting the tattoo was, like, the one thing they had to go through to symbolize that one event in their life. Yeah, I don't know. It just screams basic. I mean, and they're really pretty, so I hate to say it, but to me, I think but it's just... I... So a lot of people have told me that have tattoos that you don't necessarily... Not every tattoo has to mean something. I personally don't like dumb tattoos. And by dumb tattoos, I mean, I've seen ones that can go pretty far as dumb tattoos. I don't know about you. I see a lot of waves. I don't mind waves. I mean, I think I've seen one. I've seen a Pikachu tattoo. I mean, if you're that passionate, your body, your choice. Your body, your choice. So I don't know. With the infinity symbol, that's kind of how I am about that. I don't know. Yeah, no, I think it's, again, it's a personal preference, but... It also depends on how big and where you put it. That is also very true. Um, if another one is if they actively brag about being crazy. Ew. Like, I've met some girls who say, like, oh my gosh, I'm so crazy, and I do this and this, and I think to myself, I'm like, that is kind of, like, toxic behavior so and i think it's toxic in and of itself to call yourself crazy because you're feeding into the stereotype that so many women are trying to fight against yeah and i feel like what they're trying to do at least some people are trying to do in that instance is like taking back what their previous relationship 
had said Mm -hmm. like oh my god you're being yeah you're right I am being so crazy like that's okay in the moment but let's not claim it as the personality trait no and I'm when I say brag I mean brag yeah I don't like so fun being this way or that way and like if you date me know that I'm crazy I'm like no that's where therapy comes in like let's not let's not get to that level um I also think if they never if the girl never thinks that she should pay for anything. Oh, yeah. We talked about this last time. I have a very certain view on splitting things. Yeah, and you guys all know that, so we won't go into that. But at the same time, there are some girls out there, I'm sure, who think it's the guy. The guy always has to. Yeah, like it's the gentleman's way to pay for everything. And, honey, if you got your own in- uh, go, if you have your own income, I don't know what you're saying. And I also kind of hate when girls only ambition is to be a trophy wife I think to myself know your worth like it's all fun to be I'm sure married to like an NFL player and if that's where your life goes no shame no but it shouldn't be your ambition no and you shouldn't do waste your life away trying to get that life oh yeah if you know if it was meant to be it would come to you what bothered me is when I um my last relationship, he went to school in the South, in Texas. And then I met a lot of girls there that were like, oh, yeah, I'm just here to get my wife degree. I'm not here for, the, like, what I'm here to go to school for. I'm like, what? Your parents pay $56,000 a year out of pocket for you to go to a private school just for you to find a husband and not work for the degree that you have. I was shook. Yeah, that could never be me. I have so many personal ambitions and yeah, and you and I were raised to have that ambition yeah. and execute it. But, like, when I meet people, like, when I met people like that, I was, whoa. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't even know what you're talking about, girl. You're getting a finance degree and you're not going to do anything with it? Yeah. And you went to school for what? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, you might as well just have not gone anywhere. It's a bit sus, I will say. Yeah. So before we cut off this super chaotic episode with that had a lot of topics and probably seemed very sporadic, which it was, we will be ending with a BuzzFeed quiz and our answers. Cece, would you care to tell them the name of the BuzzFeed quiz and what we will be doing? The name of the quiz, I'm sorry, but you have to choose one of these red flags in a dating partner and it's really frustrating. Be honest. And feel free to research it and play it as we go. So, would you rather date someone who always asks for favors but never returns them or constantly keeps their phone private from you? I would say constantly keeps their phone private from me. Ooh, I have a trigger with that. I would say always ask for favors, never returns them. No, because I am there. I'm all about reciprocation. And so, if you're not able to give me the same thing on your end. Yeah, I I don't know. Maybe I could deal with the phone thing again, but then I I get too in my head about that. I don't know. Would you rather date someone who is going through a divorce or is single but still lives with their ex? Oh, absolutely someone who's going through a divorce. Me too. I think that's an easy one. If someone is single and still lives with their ex, I'd rather know. And I get that they may be stuck in like a leasing agreement or a housing, difficult housing situation. But yeah, if I had to pick one Mm. or the other, it'd be the divorce. Yeah, if I had to choose, definitely. Um, Would you rather date someone who is really flaky with plans or is a bad tipper at restaurants? Oh, fuck. I hate people who are flaky because I'm so dependent and I make plans literally weeks ahead of time. So I hate to say it, but I would probably say the bad tippers. But I think I could make up for that by tipping. 
That's what I'm thinking too because I can I need someone I am so set in stone with plans and I re- I respect my plans and if I'm with someone who doesn't respect those plans as well I can't do it. Yeah. So I would do the bad tipper cuz I can just put down the tip. It's yeah. fine. Um, would you rather date someone who always talks about themselves and never about you or never talks about themselves or opens up? Oh, fuck. I know. These are hard. Well, I mean, hopefully this will never happen, so I'm just going to pick. But I would say they always talk about themselves because I've been in so many positions like that, and it is the worst. I feel like you can talk – they can always talk about themselves, and then you can – Try and bring it back and, like, say what you have in common or what you think and, like... Yeah, but it says always talk to Yeah. So if we had to choose. Yeah. I mean, I I can never do someone that never says anything ever about themselves, ever. No, but they might say things about other things. That, oh, that's true. So is that what you're choosing? Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't... Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Would you rather date someone who never reveals anything about their past relationships or talks about their ex a lot? Oh. I... Never reveals anything for sure. I don't care. I'm good with never reveals anything. If it's so much that you don't want to talk about it, I'm good. Yeah, and it could have been traumatizing for all of yeah. you. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyone who talks about their ex a lot, and we said this in the last one, is someone who is still into their ex. <clears throat> Would you rather date someone who gets jealous easily or never gets even slightly jealous? Never gets anything slightly jealous because I've had a boyfriend who was extremely jealous and it was the root cause of almost all of our fights at least in the beginning of our relationship i like jealousy so i'm no, good with i think jealous a little bit jealousy. is important yeah. but if easily mm, like really, like anything sets them off yeah. yeah that that's true especially because i have a lot of guy friends most of whom are who are gay but like if you're jealous easily i could see that being a huge issue so maybe yeah never even get slightly jealous would you rather date someone who always tells jokes and can never be serious or is always serious and can never take a joke oh jokes all the way i could never date someone who isn't funny me too and i feel like if you i feel like when you can't be serious yes it is a flaw but even someone like that can sometimes know when like you need a shoulder to cry on or needs to or needs something to be taken seriously. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. Um, I feel like there's leeway in all of these, honestly. For sure. But oh, is always serious. Hell no. I don't even know how people can date someone without a sense of humor. No. Would you rather date someone who seems bored by you or has different political opinions than you? Oh, has different political opinions. I love a good challenge. And if you can bring in new information, who knows? It could change my mind. But I, I prefer a challenge over someone who would it would be bored by me my god that I, I i thrive off stimulation so that would never work for me if i had to pick i'd say the same thing even though i disagree with both because if someone seems bored by me it just makes me feel shitty so no yeah i mean what kind of relationship is that would you rather date someone who has never been in a serious relationship or just got out of a serious relationship um i would say just got out of a serious relationship because I prefer someone who is emotionally has an has an has a high emotional IQ, and I feel like until you've experienced difficulty, and that doesn't come just from relationships, but any life experience, you'll never be able to connect. And if you do, it won't be on the same level because you've been through it, but they haven't. So I don't know. Definitely just out of a serious relationship. What if you're their rebound though? I'm never someone's rebound. I, think, I am dead. I think way too I think someone's a rebound at least once in their life. But I would say the same thing. I feel like if you've also been in a serious relationship before, you just have a different type of understanding and you can go into it exactly. a little easier. 
Um, would you rather date someone who describes all their exes as crazy or cheated in their last relationship? <laughs> um you know it wouldn't be the first time that i've been called crazy so i i would just say the crazy one because everyone has their crazy moments and i think people just over exaggerate their ex's bad negative flaws in general but at the end of the day i know that they still dated them for some reason and it, it's much bigger than that i agree and i feel like guys just throw around the word crazy because yeah. i also like to say like well what actually happened like what did you both do what mm-hmm. what happened if you really want to talk about it but any type of cheating i just can never tolerate so and i'll pick all, that one and too it's so funny because i'm very secure in the idea that when men say that they were probably actually on the side of the crazy that they're totally saying so it's like whatever would you rather date someone who likes to get serious fast or likes to play games okay i would say likes to play games because i i know that's really i don't know if that's toxic or not but i think it makes it more interesting and i like simulation i like a challenge so if a guy makes it a little bit hard and if i deem him worth my time I wouldn't mind going the extra mile. I'm at the point in my life where I'm not into playing games anymore, so I would rather getting serious fast because things can also easily slow down. See, I dated a military man, and, you know, the whole do you want to get married after two months didn't really flow with my vibe. Well, they never said what kind of serious, so, like, that's That's what I'm picking. Would you rather date someone who never compliments you or never takes you on a real date? Oh, never compliments me. In fact, I believe in a good, like, roast to compliment ratio, so if they're consistently... I agree, too, but at least there's a ratio, like, never oh, compliments you. That sucks. I would But mind. also, that means I'm not also handing out the compliments to you either. So, yeah, I could go with a good roasting sesh, yeah. but I need to be taken on a real date, so I agree with that one, too. Yeah. Would you rather date someone who doesn't get along with your friends or doesn't get along with your family? Doesn't get along with my friends. That's who I, we'd mostly be spending time around, so I... I yeah. You're okay with someone who doesn't get along with your family? I'm not okay with it, but if I had to choose one or the other, it would be the... I would pick that, too. Yeah. Um, I spend a lot more time with my friends, too. But if I had to choose, I would pick neither. Yeah. <laughs> I want someone who can get along with everyone. And then, would you rather date someone who never talks about your future together or has never been single for more than two weeks? I don't know. Probably never has talked about their future together, your future together, mostly because in my most in my most long-term relationship we didn't start talking about the future until like the last year of it because we were you know so young and really we lived in the moment and I consider myself a person to be living in the moment so I think I, I could live with that and also I don't like planning for the future talking about the future because I know that it could be a letdown if we make all these promises or say all these things to one another so that I think that would hurt me more yeah I agree and I feel like Again, there's loopholes through each of these, but someone who's never been single for more than two weeks, any type of relationship hopper, no. It means you're not, you never take anything seriously. Yeah, or it just means you're lonely. And that is it. And that is the end of our podcast at that. So thank you guys for listening to this crazy whirlwind of topics that we brought up but just know i'm sure you guys have your own red flags too both in yourselves and in the things that you want when you're dating someone so feel free to drop it in the comments and question sections feel free to comment on the podcast and we'll talk about it because we talk about everything isn't that right totally anyways 
thank you all for listening and as you all know it's ginger Ginger spice Spice and and everything everything nice. nice see ya